You're listening to the 52-story series on the Do Life Different podcast by 1128 Community Church in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. 2024 is all about sharing the stories of people who call 1128 their home. You'll hear stories of doubt, hurt, and pain. You'll hear about faith being deconstructed and then reconstructed. You'll hear about answered prayers, meaningful moments with Jesus, and hear about experiences that changed lives forever. If you'd like to connect with 1128, please visit us at 1128community.org or text the word podcast to 414-441-1128. We hope you connect with today's guests. Welcome back to the 52 Stories series in our Do Life Different podcast. Uh, I'm Mike, and today I'm joined with Alita Schilling. Woo. <laughs> Hello. And uh, Alita, I've just been asking everybody same question over and over. Uh, what's your first like recollection or memory or experience where faith became something you were aware of? Yeah. Um, I want to say it was more recent than I'd like to admit. I grew up in a church going every Sunday and, uh, you know, didn't quite sit right with me. Um it was stagnant for a very long time, very yeah. long time. Um, and then it wasn't really until I joined 1128 where I kind of found that faith. So I'm still, if I had to describe it, it would be discovery right now. Yeah. Um, because it was stagnant for so long, I, I kind of had to challenge myself and ask myself the question. I was just like, okay, well, if it's if he's not there, then why do I find myself like asking him hard questions? And oh, even if it's out of frustration or, or grief or whatever that moment looked like, um, why am I talking to him if, if like I'm not believing in him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, like, like w- so I kind of had to call myself out, I guess. Yeah. Of just saying, well, I thought we, I thought we weren't talking, but I, I guess we are. Okay. So if let's, that makes sense. No, that makes complete sense. And I think, I, I mean, I don't want to assume, but I think there's a ton of people that relate with that out there. And, Could be. <laughs> um, so let's let's kind of like, if if you're willing, unpack that a little bit. So you said you, you grew up in a church. I did, yeah, non-denominational church. Okay. Um, and it was a new church. So it started okay. out in Greendale, and they kind of broke off and okay. created their own thing um, here in Oak Creek, or Franklin, actually. Okay. Um, and I went pr- probably every Sunday from very early on to maybe 18, 19. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, through whole life. And um, I was even part of like children's Christian theater and really? and all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah, I met friends through there that, you know, I still speak with, but I I was looking at it as more of a routine thing that my my parents said, this yeah. is what we're doing on yep. Sunday morning. Um, but I, I never really carried that with me. And then into like my 20s, I, I just kind of lost that mm-hmm. for a while and I was fine with that. There, there was no no harm to me, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. Um, it, there wasn't like a loss of something yeah, that was really yeah, valuable. Yeah, that would be a good way to say it. Like I just didn't, I didn't feel a loss. Yeah. Um, and like I had friends that were kind of going through their own faith journeys throughout college. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was, I guess, comfortable in my own skin of like, I'm a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I, I, 
have good head on my shoulders and yeah yeah that's where i was at so what was it about like growing up in that setting that you were like uh this is my parents thing it's not really my thing yeah good question i i don't know maybe i was just too young and it was going over my head and it wasn't the right uh leader speaking to me but some of it was just you go to Bible school or Sunday school or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it on a on a Sunday where they in, in my church it was you are with the whole organization or the community yeah at the first half and then they broke it up to it's called like Brown Bag Ministries they brought up all the kids and then they dismiss them to Sunday school okay. so in Sunday school you'd learn about you know the Bible stories and all that mm-hmm. and I guess I always carried it with me in the back of my head that. Just like no way, you know, like <laughs> Noah's Ark, and I don't know, like just like yeah, like parting the. How's this any different like, than like Narnia? Like, and- <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that voice inside my head was always challenging. Like, okay, if if I believe that not to be true, why would I believe anything else is true? Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. Is that? And so so then. You get to like 18, 19, I think you said, you go to school. For a little while. And is that kind of the transition point there where it was just like, I I want to explore or it was mm -hmm. more just like, I'm done with it? Part of it was I I wasn't having anyone push me to go. Part of it was my uh, work schedule, like until maybe two or three years ago. Um, I was always working on Sundays, okay. so that was a, I don't know if easy out is yeah. a way to say it, that, but that like. Um, it's a common. Yeah, like, I just like didn't, I didn't feel that I needed that yeah. in life, so. And and then you said you had other friends that were on like their own faith journey, what's. Yeah, um, like I I stayed home, I went to MTC for a little while, mm-hmm. um, I stayed home, I kind of focused on what work was looking like and moving into the career I'm in now. And uh, I had friends that were going to like Eau Claire and medicine and they were going to church and kind of um, establishing their own journey in faith. And we spoke about it a little bit, but it kind of like took me by surprise, I guess, because that was, you know, like they were just in a a community of friends that that was normal to them and they followed along and like found faith in that. So um, I was kind of like, Cool, good for you. Yeah, but like, I'm still good too. <laughs> That's so not I, my I don't thing. know. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that like really going to going to church when I was younger, like it it stuck to Sundays. Okay, like it never carried back into home and like how okay. it would relate to life, and that's why I think a lot of it just went over my head and just like rolled off my shoulders because yeah. I didn't I didn't need to think about it. Yeah, it wasn't it was never really a conversation unless it was like with my grandma or something. Okay, yeah. Was your grandma a pretty like involved faith filled yes. person in your life? Yeah, um, yeah, I would say so. Like she's always been one to like direct the choir at church and she's still like you know she's turning 90 next month and she's still like very much involved in her church so even when we would travel you know out west or something like we would find a dinky little church on the side of the road and like that was important to her so like at times it it became important to me because of like who she is in my life yeah um but at the same time like yeah it's just kind of taking along not doing it for me yeah yeah and there's so many people 
that have that same experience. Yeah. I forget the numbers now, uh, but I know, you know, like 10 years ago, it was like 70% of young people when they graduate high school end up in that same spot of like, well, that was nice to do as like a family or yeah. I was obligated to go, yeah. but it's not really my thing. Maybe right? a, a good word for it. Yeah. yeah. So, so the fact that you're, you had that experience, you're probably in the majority of people yeah. in that way. Before we get into like the last couple years, how did you how did you connect with Nick and was hopefully we'll get him to share his story at some point. Yeah. He's a little quieter though. He's <laughs> a little introvert. Yeah, we'll but see. <laughs> but was faith a part of his life when you guys met at all or No. Not no, not at all. And like we we had conversations like that of like, you know, where is God in your life? Yeah. Um and it was I think pretty quickly put to rest because we were both on the same page of like He's not around right now, like, yeah, but open to that in the future for sure. Okay. Yeah. And so you guys, how long have you been like together and married? Yeah. So we've been together 10 years, married six of those years. Okay. And so in the last two-ish years or so? Right around Christmas. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You guys came out, I think it was Christmas Christmas Eve, Eve. our first year. Yeah. 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 And, uh. And what was it that at that point you were like, hey, we're we're gonna give it a try, you know? Like what what had kind of happened up leading up to that moment? Yeah. Um, so Nick grew up Catholic. He went to a Catholic church. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to a Catholic school until high school. Yeah. Um, so to him, I think he was longing for like a Christmas Eve service, and I was. Uh, very adamant about not going to a midnight mass at a Catholic church. Yeah. Um, that never interested me. Yeah. Um, so I think like finding 1128, like we saw you in the 4th of July parade yep. in 2021, yeah. just kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, like lost looking for a place to, to be. And um, we looked you up on Facebook probably and followed you and, you know, from July till Christmas time. Yeah. You know, didn't do anything about it. Yeah. But um, we decided like, okay, let's just go to like a church on Christmas Eve, see what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just happened to pick 1128. It was closed. We were living in Oak Creek. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how we got there. And so uh, why why were you so adamant, like, against the, the midnight mass? I knew you were going to ask me that. Because <laughs> um, you, didn't, you didn't grow up Catholic. No, I did not. So, like, did you just have, like, bad vibes about it? Or, like, yeah. you've, you've heard of people's experiences? Like, I'm just yeah. curious. Um, I guess I've never really felt comfortable in a Catholic church okay. of just, like, the... Like the ritual of yeah, it, and the, yeah, yeah. Just don't like because really I didn't grow up in that, so it was just like you know, you say all these things, and yet, but I don't know what to say because I didn't grow up with that, and it's yeah. just like it just felt like pomp and circumstance a little bit. Okay, um, so yeah, and, and just maybe not everything in the Catholic Church aligns with like my beliefs, so yeah. that that was a big part of it as well. Um, 
So yeah, like growing up non-denominational and then Nick growing up as Catholic, yeah. I was just like, well, why don't we just try something like a little more laid back to start and yeah. see what, <laughs> Feel see it what out. yeah, just see what it comes of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so take me then on the last couple of years. What's that journey been like? Mm-hmm. You, you said you came in with like some questions of like, why am I talking to God if I don't really yeah. know <laughs> God's even there? You yeah. Know, like, well, I think that's easy for me because like 1128 and I know everybody says this but like really is a very welcoming environment like I so Christmas Eve was our first time going and then you took a break I would assume mm-hmm. and then we came back that January and what stuck out to me is that you remembered my name and like mm. you greeted me right away and like my name being Alita I have customers I see weekly who still can't pronounce my name so mm. for like that stuck out to me um, and I don't know if it's like the banker in me, but, um, that really caught me off guard that people were willing to just like walk up to me yeah. and have a conversation and like recognize my face right off the bat, even though they were seeing people that were all new faces to them to begin with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a big thing. Okay. Maybe you don't realize that, but like. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> people um, tell me that though all the time. They're like, how do you remember names? And yeah, I, it's crazy. There's not, there's not like a trick i don't i yeah. i don't know i just remember names yep. yeah. i wish i could remember good, other things it's a good uh good gift to have <laughs> but uh okay so from there you guys like slowly started to connect a little bit more yeah yeah so felt it out it was just kind of in conversations after church i invited a, a co-worker of mine to come so it was nice to kind of be able to talk outside of work and kind of build our friendship like through figuring out faith a little bit Mm -hmm. too. Um, But yeah, just like genuine connections uh, afterwards were were what kind of was nice to me and what was different to me. Yeah. Um, Even like Maddie and Dave and Casey and Megan coming up. And I think it was three months after we started going in March and Maddie came up to me and he's just like, are you wearing a survivor buff? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And that kind of like built into stuff too. And, and then it was, it wasn't until like after a year that Dave and Casey invited us to be part of that Wednesday night group yeah. and, and Wednesday nights, you know, our survivor nights. Yeah, so that's a big that deal. was a, that was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, kind of built from there. Yeah. And so, so tell me more about group then like i've been in the group mm-hmm. at different points yeah, in time yep. so i i know a little bit but for for folks that are listening that haven't been in that group or maybe have never been in any group you know like what's that like from somebody that grew up and kind of left it all behind and yeah. kind of in that space now of feeling it out again i think what i've taken from it is like vulnerability okay um just being just floored by some of the questions that people were asking that maybe I've had running through my head, but never asked them out loud and just be like open to conversations and open to everybody's um, like place in their journey. Like I consider myself uh, very new to all this, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I've, I grew up in a church like that, it's very new for me. Yeah. Um, So for, for some people in our group, Maybe it was very culturally different to them, Mm -hmm. um, and they're coming in and and learning about Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people have been believers their entire life. Some people have this, like, lightning bolt story that they can definitively say, like, yep, that was God speaking to me. And I think one of the biggest challenges um, 
for me was just like, I don't have that moment. Yeah. And uh, like, I've never been open to that moment, I guess, either. Um, but to me, faith has been like, I don't know how to explain it, but I have like a very busy mind okay. that is hard to quiet at times. And mm-hmm. I think anybody who experiences like anxiety might understand yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. But for me, like sitting in church on a Sunday, listening to the music or sitting in group, like I've noticed that my mind is kind of quieted. Mm-hmm. And one thing in this Fully Alive series, actually, and we met with our group, you know, nine months prior to that, but so we we're already kind of comfortable in that space. But yeah. one thing that kind of stuck out to me is that you have to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Mm-hmm. And that I, you can ask my husband, like, I'm not great at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he'll appreciate that. I even said that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think being able to have open conversations was a big thing. And it's challenged me in ways that um, I've really appreciated. Yeah. Did you feel or, or were you nervous maybe about jumping into a group? Like, yeah. I'm not good enough or I don't know enough yeah. or, or stuff like that. Sometimes I still feel that way. Even even like doing this podcast, right? I'm just like, man, I'm not I'm strong <laughs> enough of a believer at this point in life. But I think that's the beauty of like this group and like this community of just like it doesn't matter where you are. Like there's open doors yeah. um, and listening ears and people who care. And uh, yeah, that's been that's made it a lot easier. Yeah, I think just from my perspective, I feel or I, I I see, I know a lot of people in in these places where it's like I'm not there yet is kind of what they believe, yeah, right? That's fair. And so it, they're always in this state of like I'm not there yet and we get stuck comparing ourselves to the ideal Christian. Yeah. Or what we think the ideal Christian looks like and and then because of that, it's like, well, I can't, I can't join a group, or I can't serve in this way or that way right. because I'm not there yet. But what I love is that everybody has a story, or that, that it's being written. Like it's, it's never going to be complete in this lifetime, right? Yeah. And uh, and so, no matter the chapter that we're in or the page that we're on in that story. God can still use that to make a difference in the lives of those people that are closest to us and even the people that we don't know yet, right? Yeah. Like they're probably, maybe you got people coming to the bank that they see you and they know you and you're just thinking you're you're helping them with their banking needs, but you're probably offering them way more than that. Yeah. And and that's part of the story that's being written. And that's what that's what I love about it is mm-hmm. is helping people see that like, no, you you don't have to be wherever there is. You, yeah. Where you are is is good enough to to really make a difference. Yeah. And uh, and so I love I love seeing that and and just hearing that even you know today as we sit down and talk because um, for me that's just really encouraging to hear and to to know that that you've had that yeah that part of your story just like the poster child for not knowing yet <laughs> I guess so yeah. It's completely relatable, though. You know, like there's there are so many people that they either uh, don't feel like they know enough, or you, a lot of times for me, like people will say, like I want to join a group, but I just I 
I've never read a Bible before. And, yeah. and we're like, well, so true. <laughs> you don't even have to own a Bible. Yeah, like, just come and, so and come and join yeah. up and develop friendships. And yeah, and, you don't have to be prepared. Yeah, I've learned. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's so many great resources that we yeah. tap into, and um, so yeah, like I just I think you're you're a very relatable person in that way. If you were if you were talking to somebody. They're sitting here, you know, across from you right now, and they're in that place of like wondering some of the questions that you wondered. They're not at the place yet of saying like, "Ah, we'll go check out a church." What would you say to them? How would you encourage them in the season that they're in now? Um, it's a good question. I mean, like. What do you have to lose, I guess, hmm. would be one thing. Yeah. Just like, you know, when we first started coming, it was like, man, it'd be nice to sleep in on a Sunday and not have to worry <laughs> about getting ready for anything. Yeah. Um, But it never really felt like that coming to 1128. It never felt like a chore, as some may have said in the past. Like, it felt like I was just learning not only about my own relationship with God, but like, with myself, with my husband, with like other people who are mm-hmm. in that same journey. Um, so yeah, I, I think a lot of it has just been like, well, why, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If that makes I, sense. <laughs> I, I, I want to go back though. You said, uh, you don't, you don't, or you thought like, I don't want to necessarily get up and like get ready to go to church. Right. <laughs> like, Colleen, it's a 10 o'clock service. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I, I, I'm not, nothing <laughs> not specific person. to you guys when you show up and your yeah. preparedness. Uh, but Colleen always tells me, like, we need to put a disclaimer out to people that are considering coming. Like, because um, we've noticed, like, people come for the first time and they maybe are a little bit more nicer dressed than everybody yes. else. That and, is where I'm glad you said that because that is worth, like, growing up. It was like, oh, I got to wear my fancier clothes that I don't really even like wearing, but I have to wear because it's Sunday. And like, I mean, yeah, it's coming in joggers or sweatshirts or whatever. And like you're dressed in a sweatshirt and a a flat brim stuff too. And that was, yeah, that made it a lot more. uh, There's a certain level of approachability to 1128 that Hmm. um, is very nice. Yeah. So if. If you're out there and you're like, oh, I don't have the right clothes, yeah, really just know. roll out of bed and come in. <laughs> yeah. Like You'll be fine here. Yeah. I'm just curious to know your thoughts, your hopes, your dreams for where your story goes from here. And, you know, because I'm sure those are relatable to other people as well, too. Yeah, I think for me, it's just like continued discovery and like having hard conversations and being open to to say things out loud that maybe you've never asked another person mm-hmm. before um just because like falling they're not falling on deaf ears and like i don't know where i'm trying to go with this but <laughs> it's just a matter of like i i want to continue being able to to have those to have that introspectiveness. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, it's a I would say reflective, maybe is yeah, how I would that's say a it. Much introspectiveness. Word. Yeah. Reflectiveness. Um, yeah. 
just like continuing being open and honest with myself. Yeah. And with others too, because I found that, yeah, having these conversations like this, like maybe it will help somebody else decide to show up on a Sunday or yeah. show up to a group. Yeah. Because that really was kind of a, a turning point. Yeah. Um, I was so nervous about going there and now it's like, man, I, I miss Wednesday nights. Cause it's been just like yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah, because it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, like those those people are now like very impactful in my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can lean on them, whatever it might be. Um, and like we always do this, I don't know if other groups are like this, but you do like praises and mm-hmm. prayers. Yeah. Prayers and praises, praises. Yeah. And uh, that has helped us as well. Like Nick and I kind of talk about that either on the way to group or on the way after, just like, what are your prayers and praises going to be this <laughs> week? Um, but no, just like having a having a space to share like what's been going on in life. Yeah. Like you have, you know, you have a circle of friends, right? But like this is just like a, a different level of friendship in a way of like people are going to ask about it next week and I, I didn't really even have to – bring up all the gory details of yeah. everything either. So yeah. it's kind of nice. Yeah. that And that's interesting too, because a lot of times you get asked, you know, like, Hey, how are you? Yeah. But do people really want to know like, right. how are you? Right. Yeah. that's so And, true. uh, and I feel like in, in groups, like when people say like, Hey, how are you? Or how is this family member, you know, yeah. or whatever it might be, how that situation uh, with the neighbor turn out or coworker, yeah. whatever, you know, like people genuinely want to know and, and care and be a support in that way. So, yeah. so yeah, no, that's, a, that's a great point. Well, I appreciate you sitting down to talk, even if you were nervous, you did I a was. great job. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> and I think anybody can sit down and talk and share their story, right? Yeah. If Alita can do if it, I can like, do it, you can do it too. There you go. You're that's, welcome, uh, <laughs> that's the commercial. So if you're out there listening, Uh, and you're part of 1128, we'd love to have you sit down and share your story as a part of our 52 Stories series. Uh, Thanks for listening. Next week, we'll be back with another guest. Have a good one.